Hey everyone, welcome back to um, our podcast. Um, we actually have some really great news. Today we're going to be announcing our name. You probably already know our name because on our SoundCloud account it says what our name is, but today we'll be announcing it officially. Um, our name for our podcast is Politrix Podcast. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, we're, you know, there's a lots of tricks in this polit- political world. So we are, uh, my name is Kirsten, by the way, and I have my co-host. Maxine. Hey. Christopher. Hello, hello, hello. And we are going to get into um, a few topics today. So thank you, first of all, for all the great support and, and all the the people who've listened to the first two episodes were really, really excited. You know, going into episode three, we're like really riding on a high. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling, Maxine? Great. Great. I, I enjoy how my voice sounds. <laughs> Which is different, so right? Which is weird, right? Because you said yeah. you didn't like your voice. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to say that word. I don't like listening to my voice. And for this, and, and listening to myself um, on this podcast with this microphone, I'm like, I need to carry this microphone with me. And like when I'm on the phone or I'm on a conference call, like I want this microphone yeah. to like record my voice because I just can't hear it any other way. Um, how about you? Have, uh, what's uh, the feedback been on your end? Uh, I love my, I, oh, and I say I love my voice. Like I'm just, oh yeah, I'm so great. But no, uh, <laughs> I got, got feedback. You know, a lot of people enjoy my voice. Um, I was just mentioning before we started recording, like I kind of like to talk and just hear myself like, wow, do I sound like that? <laughs> okay. So. I mean, you have a video kind of like a vlog. So you hear yourself pretty frequent. Like you do this already. We're like new to this. You're like true to this. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit, you know, but when you're walking, talking, you're walking through the streets of Brooklyn, you kind of don't get the best sound quality for your own voice in a way. You get a little bit of everything else more than your true. voice. That's true. Yeah, for me, I had a few people reach out um, that said they aren't normally engaged politically mm-hmm. and they were really entertained the entire time they stayed engaged wow. and it was just like to me it was very gratifying to hear people say like wow I learned a lot or I wouldn't have thought of it that way or to hear the two different points of view so I'm excited same here yeah, same we're here we're doing big things oh I'm so excited <laughs> in the community <laughs> yes, and definitely. honestly that's what we wanted to do like yeah. we want to talk for people of color right black and brown people and and also you know um uh, Caucasian people as well. I mean, it's for everyone. It's not really for a, spe- a specific um, group, but we are speaking from that point of view. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. everyone should listen. You know, you can get a great, you know, lesson and just get to know, you know, um, some of the topics and things that are important to us and uh, what we should be talking about. Yeah, that's definitely important. Um, when I did the vice debate um, with the black conservatives versus the black liberals, a lot of people in the feedback section were saying they were, wow, they've never heard both points of view. So that video is almost at, two, it's the first one they released is at 3 million. The second one's almost, it's just past 2 million. Mm-hmm. So people There's were There's a like, new one though. There's a new one actually. Yes, with the females. With the females. Shout out to my girl Diamond Gibson who's yeah, in that oh, one. Well. <laughs> Listen, when it, when is Diamond coming here? Because I've got to talk to her. Ah, <laughs> she, I bet she do. My girl Diamond. See? No. Oh, well, I don't know which one. Who is she, which the one, one with the braids. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She was like, she said some stuff like that was so outrageous that I was just like, is she really talking from experience or is she just like been like planted some? She must have drank the Kool-Aid. No, she's true to this. Mm. You just meet her father, Derek. Shout out to Derek. He, oh, her Derek. Her, oh. her Derek. Her father is also a conservative. Since birth. Mm. Wow. Very good. He's, he goes through uh, Manhattan. He, he There's videos of him on YouTube. He goes through Manhattan with the Trump 2020 flag waving. 
and people will be talking to him and some people be cursing at him and everything else but he's like he's you know he's he's a street dude man so when you when people get in his face he gets yeah, right back at him yeah she's kind of like you know mm-hmm. she's sassy like she's she has uh, her and I her mean, sister both Oh, okay. So they like the whole family. Like, I mean, for the listeners, I mean, we're 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 talking about this vice piece that was done on conservative um, women and uh, I guess also liberal women, and they were just talking about like just different topics that um, affect uh, women and you know that diamond diamond what's her name diamond gibson gibson okay yeah she's a firecracker Uh, it's funny you call her that i call her my political firecracker that's my name for her yeah so i would love to see her here and i'd love to like really break down some of the stuff that she was saying because i really was like confused (laughs) (laughs) we'll definitely get her on here for sure great so um yeah let's get into the the topics let's get into the first topic um one of the this is kind of like a funny topic um brought to us by maxine she was um she she i think this is something that you you saw and you wanted to express was there a reason why you were so interested in this particular Mm-mm. no just thought it was funny yeah okay so um alexandria ocasio cortez also known as aoc um accused was accused of speaking with a southern drawl during a speech mm. on, fr- on on friday which was last friday for you listeners um at Al Sharpton's um, National Action Network convention that just happened in New York. And um, we were wondering, like, do you think she was pandering to the crowd? I mean, because... Which like, was predominantly black, right? Which was predominantly black. And, um, you know, it like, it got picked up right away once, like, the clip came out. And it became, like, a thing. Like, she was trying to speak. Because at first she was speaking... Um, it kind of sounded like she was speaking regularly. It was regularly. like mid-speech. Homegirl just switched. <laughs> mm-hmm. But what do you think about that? Is that an issue? Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, okay. it's pandering, you know, and politicians have been guilty of in the past. Hillary's done it. Uh, Joe <laughs> Biden's done it with, Obama you know, they're going to put you back in chains. And he was talking to uh, a majority black audience when he did it, Joe Biden. And they were in Virginia, which was a lot of history with slavery in Virginia. So he was bringing up slave, putting people back in slaves. Like, come on, man. And, of course, like she just mentioned, Obama has done it as well in the past. Mm-hmm. He's done the Al Green, so a little Al Green for you. you know? right. uh-huh. So it's just, I see right through it. So when you do it with, and she was bad at it. That's the thing. At least those three people I just mentioned, they were uh, career politicians with it where you had to catch it. At AOC was just like, what the heck are you doing? And it's just like, she's a bad actress, but she's a bad politician, but it goes hand in hand. So, yeah, definitely it's a problem. Um, uh, the black communities be aware when politicians do that, and they're just doing it just to, because they think you're, you know, whatever they're, whatever accent they're speaking with, they just think that's what you are. Hmm. So that's a problem. You can't do that with the black community, because we're a lot. But she's not running for anything. Like, uh, what, like what does she, she get from doing that? she represents the Bronx, which is like, mm-hmm. not the well, South. Well, a part of the Bronx. Yeah, yeah, Bronx and Queens. Yeah, so what's, is, what's I, the issue? It was just uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know if it, I don't know the, the true issue, but it was just like weird. Like, you know, like that, that's, that's what struck it for me. It was just like, why did she just switch mid sentence, you know, mid speech? She just, her, like, she like, even her body language. Did you guys see? She oh little, my like, God, of course. It's hard like, to watch. Me and my skin crawl. There's nothing wrong with <laughs> a little bit. Of, like, it was There's nothing wrong with some working, weird. working class, being a bartender. Being a bartender. Yeah, that, like, Come on, being that, a trash man. And the, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. But there's again, it was a bit it was pandering. Con- I felt like it was kind of condescending a little bit. Hmm. You know, like okay. I don't know. Like why well, are you assuming the people in the crowd have those need to be spoken to like that? But ha- yeah. have those kind of jobs. Like I don't know. Okay, so let me ask you. So you work corporate, right? 
So, um, do you have you ever had like the you know Caucasian girl call the home girl Caucasian girl that's like, hey girl, how are you? What's up? No, you know that uses slang. You've never had that. Mm-mm. I have that all the time. I have that with um white women who've hit on me. <laughs> and they come speaking that slang and what I'm do like, they say to you nah, you know they're like hey what's up you know and, they, and they're one you know not all white females are you know whatever of I'm not trying to, not. I'm not no, trying to put an umbrella on anybody absolutely not but you know they have sometimes they have like the braided hair and have like a gold chain with the name on it and no. they just be oh yeah and then when they hear me talk you should see the reaction because they're like oh oh you're wrong one. You're one of them. <laughs> you know, so it's like, yeah. So it's just an awkward situation. So what's when it the happens. problem? So I think the thing with AOC and why it's a problem is this consistent theme of her trying too hard. Like a lot of people feel like she came in, she has this kind of celebrity status now because she's the youngest woman. I think is she the youngest person ever. I know she's definitely the youngest woman ever to be in the House of Representatives. Yeah, so it was like youngest. a big deal. She was like like tokenized by the Democratic Party. She's in the front of everything. Do you guys notice that? Oh yeah, she's, she's a so model. So she got she's a little a... bit of fame with it and then a lot of people just feel like she ran with it and she's trying too hard at everything. You know what I'm saying? So so this, this speech was just another form of AIC doing too much. Yeah, you're right. That's why I call it Alexandria Ocrazio Cortez. And I don't like, and it's, it's kind of, for me, it's frustrating because I always got irritated with people who would marginal uh were misogynist to hillary or whatever would focus on certain things and not really what the woman was trying to talk about or the policy and i find myself doing that to aoc but it's like she's getting in her own way with me because some of the things she does are just kind of annoying and i and i'm not able to kind of get to what the woman is trying to do which to me seems like a lot she's already introduced um legislation like you know there's people who are sitting around in congress not doing anything just just collecting checks you know what i'm saying and she's and she's she's pretty intelligent for someone who doesn't have a political background she's able to hold her own but sometimes she just kind of rubs you the wrong way and Mm. i feel like it's because she's doing too much Mm. and this is an example where you know like just take it easy just come in learn the ropes a little bit i don't know i don't know that's how i've I just think she needs to calm down a bit, tone it down a bit. Yeah, she needs to. Because honestly, she's from the Bronx. She's from New York City. Like, pandering to me is a problem when, you know, some people are like, oh, there's a racist. Like, all this stuff. She's not from the Bronx. She's from New York, not the Bronx. She says she's from the Bronx, but but she's she's nearby. She's from New York City, so she's had exposure to black and brown people. So it's not like she's pandering to a group that she doesn't relate to and doesn't know anything about. We know that's not true. You know, but I just think she needs to chill. Yeah. What about the fact that um, they like so Omar was on like the late show and she was talking about um, the fact that they always tell women, you know, wait your turn or don't talk to, you know, don't be aggressive. And isn't there something and this kind of goes into my next like this is like a two like the the second part of my first question. Um, Do you think she's going to create real change? Because a lot of people are saying that, you know, she's 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 loud mouth she talks and stuff but don't you think we need that kind of aggression like i okay the before with the the whole fact of her like pandering i don't know i i see everybody doing that i sometimes do that like i when i'm it's called called code switching for us well for people of color it's called code switching when we're talking to our friends who we're, we're talking and you can do the corporate slant. voice at, at work and stuff yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah do you not do that I and you know what wow do you not do you, that now that you've said that I oh wow this is so messed up I tell people I can put on Becky's voice at work and I you have, have to, to but I actually use that term and I'll say I, I do the Becky's voice I don't, you're right you're right I think 
<laughs> Me personally, you, I don't coach with. Well, you don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <No. laughs> so it would sound like Alexander Cortez. I sound like Chris, a bad actor. Chris just speaks in one voice. He's you have the Barack Obama voice, so you know that. I uh, know. Right? Trust me, I've heard it. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. so you have that kind of like you know serious you know person voice. Thanks, Dad. And, yeah, you know. Well, but for people of color, and especially like I work in the music business, and you know, since I was a young person, I've always been called the speaking like a white girl or whatever and I used to always get so like annoyed by that mm-hmm. and what what annoyed me about that was the fact that um, I felt like they were saying that black people were not educated that we couldn't speak correctly mm-hmm. I've dealt with that. do you know what I mean oh, yeah, so it's like good. oh because you enunciate every single syllable you're trying to be white because typically black people don't enunciate our, syn- our syllables we just have to speak in slang that's the proper way to be black mm-hmm. and it's like come on and now we see that that's not like there's so many ways to to speak and not that there's anything wrong with speaking in slang but you know I grew up where everything I said my mom corrected me like every time I said a word that was Eight. incorrect she was like isn't please mm-hmm. like pronunciate mm-hmm. it right like that was the way Both that we were. you know what I mean and and that's what we do you know so that's why I speak correctly however you know is it is is it wrong to do different like slangs and talk to different if people if it's genuine I mean yeah if, she's, if she starts speaking like the girl yeah. from the Bronx like and she sounds like a like Latina from the, the Bronx I'd be like, okay, she's doing like, you know, her J-Lo, her Cardi B, boom, boom, here it is, you know? That's what I was going to say. I don't think the issue is that, like, she's loud and proud and and aggressive and Mm -hmm. whatever. It's just consistency. Like, you throw people off when you're not consistent and pandering is an inconsistency because it comes out of nowhere. And you're just like, you're only doing this around particular groups. Mm. So that's why we have a problem with it. So I don't, I don't like the her approach and and her, you know, shaking things up, which is what she's doing. I don't think it's a problem. It's just these weird things. She does that to me. It's too much sometimes. To answer your question, yes, I do think that she can make some real change because she's bringing this millennial perspective that I think is really important. And one of the things that she's vowed to do is the transparency, right? I love that. Like, she's constantly, like... You know, I, I know she has a large following and she brings them in and she's constantly recording and she's constantly like, you know, speaking about what just happened and breaking it down for people. So I think that she is going to force the political system to be more transparent and to reach this new age of millennial like innovative thinking and whatever um I mean, she she introduced the Green New Deal. I think she co um, she co wrote it or co sponsored it with with another um, representative. I can't remember his name. And so many people are on board with it already. So she, it, I think she is going to make change. I do. I just think she's getting in her own way, and she's going to piss a lot of people off if she doesn't find her 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 identity and her essence and just stick with it and own it and embrace it. I don't think so, she has a political essence though. I think she was a, she's a puppet, I think. I think that she was put in place by certain people and like you know who? she do you know she got knocked out the like 10 term incumbent oh, but yeah, dude yeah. that guy look he didn't know what was coming. He was sitting yeah. he was living in Virginia he's living his life. He's a rhino. He had a yeah, he is. Like he's he's like the old school. Like and there's a lot she, of them in New York. That most they, of the New, New York is run by him. Most of I the noticed. establishment doesn't like her. So who put her in place? No, the it, people. What do you mean the people? No, you oh, said, you're talking no, about no, the, no, oh, no, no, you got um. If look at a video by Mr. Reagan, which I re- recommend looking, and he does a video entitled, and I remember it's entitled, but type in Mr. Reagan Alexander AOC, you'll see the video pop up. He explains her connections to the Young Turks, the TV show with Sink Uger. Her and Sink Uger are very close. Her brother, um, family members. 
members, I can't say her brother, but are also attached to certain members of the Young Turks. And she was, they were working with her years before she ran. They were already knew her name. They were working with her. So don't think this that is... That sounds like a conspiracy. I mean, it does sound like a conspiracy, but if you do the research, it's there. And you guys see how the fact she came out of nowhere. It, you know, you don't come out of politics just out of nowhere. No, people, certain people, on your, even on your own party, won't let you do that. So when you're doing that, usually it's because you got pull or push from somewhere. And it always usually connects to George Soros when you look at the deep, deep picture. He's always in the picture. So definitely. Here we go with the conservative. Um, <laughs> uh, all these, con- it's always, it's always some kind of, someone's come to put us and change us. And yes. you know, so bring socialism in this country. That's what it is. The Trojan horse. Listen, <laughs> if I, I'm going to look into this whole connection. I love the Young Turks, by the way. Shout out to them. But um, I don't. I, I don't think she's a, a political. I don't know what the Young Turks is. It's a. It's it, a. It's an alternative news show yeah, for, for liberals. Left. It's mm-hmm. really good. Oh. Oh, you're gonna. Like I used it. to watch it a lot before I became a conservative. <laughs> so, <laughs> now he's a conservative. Like he woke up one morning and he's now conservative. Spew, spewing, his nonsense off. Telling us about Soros and who's who's create who's who's. Yes, behind. yes, but uh, Mr. Reagan is the guy's name. I recommend looking at his video. He okay. breaks it down way better than I can. But I watch it. And a couple but he's times. also another conspiracist, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he, no, he's you know he does alternative news because uh, see, work conspiracy was made by the CIA back in the seventies to black people out like me who want to kick truth they can look deeper into it and they just want to label us to shut us up so even though we're conspiracy theorists is to me like a conspiracy so you don't feel like she's going to um aoc is going to do anything no no i think she's going to bring change um positive change for the for the conservative uh for republicans uh she's going to, <laughs> <laughs> she keeps talking um and i think she's going to also you know she's ch- changing the democratic party like if the democratic party doesn't like better do something because they're gonna be socialists soon and if you look at Omar, what's her name? Elab, uh, Rashida Talib, uh, Alexander Casio Cortez, all this new young, all, all you see is diversity and they're young. Right. But what are these young, diverse people? What are they about? Like, really? I mean, look into what they're talking about. That Omar chick Aggressive just, doesn't mean socialist, though. No, it, no doesn't. it doesn't. It doesn't always, but it, it has in the past, sometimes. So Coming from the political party that. Um, that is in bed with Putin. Like, come on. Like, yeah, we're, and they're so, and we're all of a sudden like. Supposedly, su- there's no evidence to that. I mean, well, I mean, he had meetings with Putin, and we don't know what he mm, was talking about. Your next topic, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So we don't know. Yeah, but I see. I want to just say, for me, I do feel like um, I like that there. She's challenging the establishment, whether she's a pl- uh, a political, you know. Uh, I'm a person who always enjoys the establishment getting challenged. That's it's what I'm just, saying. Yeah, so that's I why mean. it's important. And then you also, Maxine, you were saying like how you want to see more. Um, you want to see like more progress, and you want to be able. You want to see some. Um, what was the word you used? Transparency. Transparency, mm-hmm. right? Transparency and you said, word. and that's and that's what she's about. Like yeah. she was the first person that, and I thought that was so cool because not only she wins, right, and she uses social media to like take us through the process. Mm, social media, right? Social media. Yeah, mm-hmm. Barack think, Obama started that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. who mastered it? Uh, Barack Obama. He started. Uh, he, 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 he won Tr- twice. Trump, he won twice. But not he just social media. Social media. Right? It, totally. It, mainstream media was on. He changed side. the way people ran. Like before that, nobody used social media. Obviously, it wasn't there. It didn't not a lot. Not a lot of it existed. But I, I think what but, he's trying to get at is the way Trump 
talks about what they're doing. Exactly. He speaks directly to his voters. Like once Obama was in office, were we always getting updates? Okay. Nope. You know what I mean? Nope. Girl, so, you starting nope. to become a little bit, you showing uh, a little No. <laughs> I like it. I'm, but Trump's you know. lying all the time. <laughs> He's like, oh, we just did this today. And I'm like, no, you didn't. No, you did not. Just because he said, to, I'm not, I'm not, no, hold up. I'm not saying that Trump's transparency is accurate. Just because he tweets out that he they whatever did something doesn't mean they really did anything. Trump's done a lot. I'm just saying Trump is using social media to try to be transparent to his base. We can argue about the accuracy of that. He is lying most of the time. He's telling the truth most of the time. That's what I feel. But. He's in bed with the Russians. And speaking <laughs> of the Russians, um, so the Mueller report came out a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and um, we've been waiting. Yeah, so we got the I've been su- waiting, but yeah, something. yeah, but we got the summary of it, right? Mm-hmm. And we still are waiting for like the full report. And um, Democrats are upset, and they want you know they want to get the full report. Mm-hmm. But my question to you guys is: Should Democrats move on and focus on twenty twenty and stop going after this? Because yes. obviously they're not going to get over it. It's what over. do you think, Maxine? Mm. Another unpopular opinion coming from me um we need to completely move on yes we need to completely move on and um this is how i feel okay trump trump got away with this he just did okay i don't want trump everybody around him everybody around him is getting arrested, whatever. So, twenty-two. Twenty. Okay. Twenty-two. So in my of his in, in my mind, there is no with there is no doubt that Trump did something wrong and something shady. But I think America got bamboozled, and Trump was really smart about how he did it to not expose himself. He's getting away with it. He's getting away with it, and and, and it sucks. And I think we all have to just accept it and move on yes. because if we, I think if we focus way too much on this, we're gonna miss the what we need to do to make sure he doesn't get elected in 2020 right and and the democrats are to me kind of we kind of look like hypocrites a little bit because Hmm. this is similar to the 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 benghazi um scandals with hillary clinton and they did investigation after investigation and we were like you did your investigation nothing came out of it move on you're spending all this money you're spending all this time and now we're basically wanting to do the same thing i think we had we we were all happy with Mueller, right we were happy with his credibility so i think that's what matters like we were we were we were happy with who knows i mean it's another and they put out a four he's a republican too don't forget that's true he put out a um i just think with the amount of people involved like at the departments of justice and fbi like everybody is not a trump person so if they all have to assess this report and decide whether to indict there just has to not be enough evidence which is to me terrible because the man obviously did something wrong i think if they what do you i mean what do you say to that because she made a valuable points like he all how do you how do you explain 20 20 uh, some of it 20 people from his cabinet or that was in his in his campaign are all going to jail or have some kind of like some sort of if you go to any scandal. any former president and go deep in your campaign and look at everybody's history you're gonna put at least 22 people in jail every single time it's just and he's from new york and he's talking about, about lawyers he's rolling with and stuff like that oh yeah you're gonna find something dirty in a new york lawyer's uh previous 30 years in the in the business of course it's just like, but they weren't finding anything that they were coming after Trump for. It was just the Russia connection. There was no Russian connection. This but guy, some of them had the Russia connection. Well, you know, that's their business. You know, it's a free country. They're not running for president. Or they're not president at all. So but what, if they're his campaign manager, if they're his, 
right hand man and then they should have a direct connection with something with trump in that case but there was none it's just like i remember when it all started with the trump russia so dossier his lawyer of, ten, and, of 10 years his lawyer of 10 years sat there cohen and spoke about trump cohen's being, a snitch he's a lie he's, he's, a, he's, snitch. he's a snitch no good word good he's, word he's, he's, he's a snitch no he's a snitch and he's a lie what does a snitch do they tell the truth about but what's not, going not on always the tell party. The, not always tell the truth it is it is rat if you're a rat, that's why you're a filthy little rat because you just run your mouth when you're in a little bit of trouble because you're weak. And that's what I felt he was doing. Like he was Dude. getting in trouble. He was facing jail call, time. And he's like, you... I'd rather him go to jail than me. So if I got to lie and if you guys believe me, especially the media is like, you know, grasping every little word I say, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to say what you guys want to hear. So why did he, so, so one day he woke up in the morning and was like, you know what? I just want to, uh, I'm upset with Trump and I'm going to tell on him and I'm going to say all his, all his, 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 Piccadillo's, when the, when the hammer was wrong. dropping on his business and he's going to get in trouble for it, uh, and they knew that they want he they were doing the only reason they're attacking him because they want the president. And he's yeah, of course. Well, you know, but it's I mean, all fair. Is, okay, and, and so like, okay, so if we break down what he what he snitched on, I mean, he basically snitched on what is actually true. No, it's not Stormy true. Dan Stormy Daniels, didn't they not pay Stormy Daniels? No, Stormy Daniels is that's that's nothing to do with Russia. Pay? That's nothing to do with Russia. No, 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 no. Stormy, it has nothing to do with Russia. Stormy Daniels and the president had an, had some kind of a affair, yeah. and they paid her off mm-hmm. right before the election. They have they have a check. That shows in 2017 he was still paying off Cohen. There's nothing in that. There's nothing like he's supposed to keep quiet about that. That's what he's not supposed to snitch about. Uh, you can tell the woman got paid off. Like it's, it's still I have, like I said. I have, where's the I have where's a, the law being broken? Res- that wasn't campaign money. That no, was his own. No, money. it isn't. But why? Okay, he. Why did he do it? Why did he pay? Why did he? Because he didn't want her going to the public, but his business is out there. He's he's a celebrity before he was president. So Trump, you know, and he wasn't using his money. By the way, he's paying back the money, so it wasn't his money. It was the problem was is that they the, it was an improper use of my, funds. My, okay, so you you're telling me you without a doubt <laughs> do not think Trump is guilty of anything. I would have more respect for you. For do, you. I, do, do I feel Trump is has? And d- does he have every president though? Every president, almost every president in the past has done something that's you can say they're guilty for. All the way to Bill Clinton get his knob slobbed and lying about the to the American people about it. That's that was. He should have. That's that's treasonous, technically. Treasonous. Yes, if you lied to American people about something he you did, you're lying. Oath. He wasn't under oath, though. Yeah, but you know, still, he he did it in, all in faith. That yeah, he, but he he also got impeached. <laughs> he also went through the process. And how long? Did, how many years did he serve after his impeachment? He still served eight years as no, president no, no, of the United States. No, it wasn't eight years. That was at the end of this term. That no, was the end. Yeah, that was at the end. Still, he that was like still, still, so he served his full term though. Ty, here, real quick. Can I can I bring an outside? Oh sure, go ahead. Real quick, outside perspective. So. I see where you guys coming from, Maxine and Kristen, um, as far as like, all right, you got everybody in your team obviously involved in something and everybody's getting locked up. So you have to have some type of involvement, which I kind of agree with as well. But then when you look at like, um, like, let's just say mafia or gang stuff, usually the guy who's at the top never really gets locked up it's all his little mm-hmm. minions below who was carrying a gun who did the shot you know what i mean i know i'm going off of movie references but it's sometimes as well true in like real life situations so it's not to say that the guy at the top isn't involved but i just feel like for example like how uh uh i'm sorry i'm mixing up names right now but how you're saying that <clears throat> trump 
is doesn't they didn't tie him anything they didn't he didn't he didn't have a fingerprint his fin- but you know he was the one who was saying like oh yeah go ahead if you got that go ahead do it oh if you got the connection you know yeah but mm-hmm. by, by by any means go ahead and right. you know do whatever but his hands are not involved in the process they protect so, him a lot of his people like his top people protected him everything you're saying Katai, is absolutely right that's in any kind of gang any kind of and then, mafia it's always happens that and way. then but, but, another thing to what that last thing to say is um the fact that you know you can't even though other presidents were guilty or nobody looked into it like this This nobody's ever looked into president's history or anything like this I mean well that's because nothing has been exposed like this Uh, I don't know Obama was spying on Obama before uh, Obama was spying on Trump before he got into office if you look at that that's not true New York Times which is a very leftist article once again I mean I don't think that that has anything to do with him winning the presidency that doesn't mean the standards you know that this is but nobody looked into it when when it came out the information came out nobody just dove into Obama and looked into it they let it go because he was Obama people did not like Trump so they looked they did extra he, what was he looking at Trump for? I just uh, I don't have any context today. Well, it's, well, I mean, just I mean, with Trump, it's, it, he was looking to he set up camera work inside of Trump uh, Tower here in Manhattan, and so just to see if there was any connection with him in Russia. So he spied on him technically. That's what this whole Spygate thing that's happening going on right now is all about. Because they're saying you're not allowed to look into somebody who's running to be president and see if they're just you know you're trying to say this, I'm just doing it because see if there's some connection with him in Russia. You still can't do that. Period. So that's being controversial popping up right now. And like I said, if people would have dove right into Obama like they're diving into Trump, I mean, come on, they, they started out this whole Trump thing with the Trump-Russia dossier, and they're saying he was in Russia peeing on little girls, and none of that was absolutely, all that was a big lie. And this is how this started, and we're still talking about it to this day. It's like, come on, man. They, they actually have footage of R. Kelly doing it, and he's still walking around. <laughs> so it's like, you don't, you don't do it, say, say a lie about Trump, and then the lie is false, and now you got to keep on telling us lies and especially believe this it's this whole rush of things all nonsense because it just is i mean if you look at 2012 but that disturbs me that you think like you know all presidents do this kind of stuff i mean the standards should be pretty high no i'm saying if it, I, I agree the standards should be high but if, if we're coming after trump like this we should come out to every president like this why are we doing this one guy like this because, because he people don't feel as if he like he's he's unpredictable and when you feel like somebody don't like trust him and you feel like you're on a on a um, if you're in a car and somebody's just swerving a little bit, like they're not they're not looking like they're gonna crash, but you just you're not comfortable. That's just some, and not to say that you should be, not to say that all the other presidents, you know, was like, oh, we're gonna just coddle you and make sure everything is nice. And yeah, he's a little bit edgy, but you got to remember that that's a shift that people aren't used to. So of course you're naturally gonna be like. Oh, okay. You know, like let me. It's like you get on a normal roller coaster. A metal one is not as whippy as a wooden roller coaster. Right now, Trump is like a wooden roller coaster. That thing, mm-hmm. he's just. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if it's going to break at, at this turn. But remember, we we're supposed to be in World War Three. Gays are supposed to be in jail and getting thrown off roofs. I mean, all stuff's supposed to be happening by now. But none I'm of that. Sorry, that's liberals happened. are not that. I mean, we're, that's we're just not, people's uh, wild hey, predictions. So no, that, but that's how people. But, are not that, but, but Trump are not has done a pretty good. I think at the like end that. of the day, people like Trump. Some is, liberals. Trump is very shady, and he yeah. had a lot to gain from being in a position where he can benefit himself and his family. And a lot of people felt he was going to do whatever he could to get that done. And we still don't know. It's not like he was this like public advocate, advocate who all his life cared about the people. And you just come out of nowhere. And with, I mean, he's a narcissist, obviously. So this is just another way to get his self worth up there. But I think ultimately people feel that Trump did something shady. I, I in my gut, know the man did something shady. But I also feel he's getting away with it. As and all we need to white let it go. powerful men do. 
we need to move <laughs> on because we need to really look about how this happened and prevent it from happening again. The amount of energy, time, money that we're putting into the investigations and all that. I mean, an investigation needed to happen without a doubt. I'm happy it did. We have a report, 400 pages that a lot of people, maybe the public can, but a lot of other people are able to read into it. I think our own Congress people are allowed to read into it. 400 pages there. So there's enough there for us to go deep dig deep into that i think they need to put that same energy into figuring out how do we prevent this from happening again especially the social media infiltration like all that stuff what are, we're we're in 2019 do we have a plan yet to make sure mm. that this doesn't happen I again know. I know. keep going democrats keep going I, I i feel the same way um as maxine i think that we need to move on i think i think like just like you said you couldn't say it any better like it's you know he got away with something because obviously if everybody around him goes to jail obviously there's a problem you know what i mean there's there's something that's happening and like ty was saying they're not going to take down the man you know at the end of the day they're going to keep the president there's a lot of things uh, he's doing Nixon. for the gop well i mean there's a lot of things that they're doing for the for the gop that you know the tax cuts and stuff that are favorable to the Demi the republican party so at the end of the day, a lot of these Republicans can't stand him, but they are not going to open their mouth. They're just going to keep doing what they have to, and they want to keep um, their their, you know. Because also, let's um, let's also remember that the Supreme Court is is you know that they're they're closer and closer to becoming the most conservative Supreme Court. Like I I pray for my mega. <laughs> I pray for my I pray for my girl. I mean, I please put her in bubble wrap and protect that woman. <laughs> you know, RBG. <laughs> <laughs> oh, RBG. Yeah, I'm, I'm a yeah. I'm a big fan of hers, and I just protect. I'm like, oh, I always pray for her. I'm like, girl, just stay strong. But that's the problem. Like, so remember, they have a lot to gain. You know, and this is why this this is why we're here talking about these issues because what we're trying to do is remind you. You guys, the election in 2020 is going to be so important. It's like it's in it's really it's dire. Like we can't let them keep putting in their their federal judges because that's yes. what they're doing. They're putting all their Repu their their Republican conservative Repu um, judges in um, uh, the federal courts, and you know they have the tax cuts that is going to basically bring back another recession they're saying it's going to come anytime now this summer they're saying or maybe even next year so a lot of these things are going to start happening and we have to pay attention like every i mean the the numbers always show that whenever a democrat is in office the, the economy starts to do better but when a republican goes in office he starts doing these things that go that all that that change the economy and then we go into a reception a recession not with trump he's doing a great job we'll see, the we'll see. No, in a year or so we'll see no he's he's, he's doing good man <laughs> we'll see. trump people wanted trump to do horrible so they can point and say see look look see look what happened now yeah. he's doing a good job it's like they're making up stuff to try to get him i'm just concerned with like um because ultimately the accusation is that trump did this thing with russia because Russia was going to help him get elected, right? So what were they going to use? What were the tools? What were the things that they were going to use to help him get elected? I know, so I know media, Trump got elected. All those kind of things. So I just, I want to know, we're in 2019. What 
how do we prevent that again? I don't. That's what they're not answering for me. You because know they, I mean? they have like, no, but they have no. I answer. mean, Trump's not going to be dumb enough to go back to Russia and be like, "Hey, you going to do that again for 2020?" Like, no. I know they're not going to do that. <laughs> but see, what, but the thing, what does Russia do? Russia didn't. I told you how Trump won in the first podcast. You know, we did. Facebook. They say they, even on, they were like heavily. They were all the fake bots. They were. Yeah. You, 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 I don't believe anything Facebook says. Facebook throws no, me. No, but you Facebook, don't. You face, don't. No, but Facebook a lot of people puts do. me. Thir- suspends my account for 30 days for taking pictures with people. That's what Facebook does. Get out of here. I'm dead serious. I took a picture of Gavin McInnes and they said I was spreading hate speech. 30 days. Someone had to report it. Yeah, of course, but they report a picture. <laughs> one of your followers reported <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that that, was, that had nothing to do with Facebook. That uh, but, was but, one of your followers that were like, oh, hell no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, but still, they, Facebook has to be the one to ban me, though. So they right, can see a true. picture of me that's and say, true. no, we're not going like, to ban this guy for a picture. Sorry. Yeah, well, you're crazy. You know. That's weird. Really? Uh, they, Facebook is against black conservatism. It's like Silicon Valley. What's so funny? I always think, I think about, these are like little things that I always think about. I'm like, you know what? Twitter is like, Twitter is the resource of, I want to say he's, I want to say he's liberal. I I think he's a liberal. Mark Zuckerberg? No, no. Well, yeah, definitely Mark is. Definitely. But it's so funny how like conservatives and Republicans use these platforms to like spew their like craziness. (laughs) And it's like. Propaganda? Yeah. And then it's like, hello, like you guys are using the platforms of the liberals. Like, thank God for liberals, huh? Thank God for these, these, those crazy liberals in in the Northeast. Silicon Valley. Liberals run Silicon Valley. They run the education system. Yeah, they're smart. (laughs) They're just smart. At the end of the day, they're smart. I hate to say it, but Republicans, like, sometimes when I speak to Republicans, I'm like, wow, you're so smart. How could you be a Republican? It just doesn't even make sense. Like, I even look at you, I'm like, dude, is it, like, are you, like, it's, it's something financial. I- uh, it's it's fine. It's selfish it, it, too. It's, They're very selfish. That, that's, that's, that's the thing that I think is why Chris is unique, right? Because people aren't, people aren't saying, like, oh, why are you a you know, well, you don't consider yourself a Republican, but let's just yeah. for, the, for, for, the for sake, sake of argument. For the sake of argument, you're in with, with the Republican Party right now, and I think a lot of people are like, "How can you do that?" And it's because it takes a bit of privilege to be able to ignore the other elements of the Republican platform that harm and marginalize groups. Because oh well, I don't really care. Because like for example, my stepfather, you know, I, he's an Irish man. You know, grew up in you know the suburbs of Pennsylvania, whatever, in a conservative family. He can. He, at the end of the day, he says it's all financial. I'm gaining financially to 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 vote Republican. Okay, but do you not care about all these other things that the Republican Party stands for? You know, whether it's taking away you know women's right He's to choose, whether it's gay rights, like, like no. it it takes a bit of privilege for you to say that's not my problem. You know, so that's a, good point. A, a huge there's a, there's 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 a lot of people in the Republican Party who are so like hard on these issues. But there's this, a whole portion of them as well. Like when you say, how are you like an executive at a company and you're voting Republican? Because, girl, yeah, it helps makes, their bank of account. Of course. Oh, yeah. No, no. But, no, but, get- but don't forget, Amazon, Jeff Bezos, he's a, he's a Democrat. A lot of these, um, Buff, Buffett also, mm-hmm. Warren, Buffett, Warren Buffett, he's a Democrat. Well, he's I work supporting. in banking, and Bloomberg, there's a ton of Bloomberg, no, obviously, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying the, I mean, obviously, the. I, I think... I think there's a bigger percentage of Republicans that are, you know, upper top, middle class, e, e, upper income, upper middle yeah, class. yeah. I would say that, but I'm just saying it's surprising to see. Like Amazon is the rich. He's a he's like ten times over a, bil- a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's super rich. He's wealthier than everybody. No, and he and he identifies with the Democrats. He identifies with like liberals. He identifies. He's he's gaining on all of uh, on the system. He hasn't paid tax. His company hasn't paid taxes in um, forever. Of course. 
course, of course. So they, and, and, uh, and us, we pay taxes. Exactly. We have to us the 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 middle class, you know, the poor class, whatever we're, we're considered. We're the ones that have to pay the. We're we're paying our taxes, and you have people like Trump that hasn't paid taxes in twenty seven years. That's not fair. That's knowing business. That's knowing how to handle your money. No. That's just part, the fact you know, that you say that and you're not listening to the fact that you, do you not think about that. You have to pay your taxes. I know. In, now, in a, right now, in a, for right. now, for now. <laughs> one day, okay, one day not. you won't. But don't you think that that's unfair that you have to pay, but these rich people get to get away with not having to pay for it? Not if you worked hard and you got to where you are from. You know, you grind to where you get to the position you're at, and you get benefits from that position. I mean, you know, it's like. Rich people getting free clothing when they when they go to events. It's like, well, why do they get free clothes? Home people are homeless. What are they getting free clothes? Because mm-hmm. they're on TV where millions of people are watching and they're marketing for that company. It's business. It's and and I know it's sometimes that's hard to hear or it's very cold sounding, mm-hmm. but it is what it is. Like you know, I, and I've done sales most of my life. Sales is a doggy dog world. So I grew up in a doggy dog world when it came to money. Mm-hmm. So now that I see guys who are like I said, I told you before in a previous podcast, Trump is like the owner of a business. And everybody, all sales guys, be talking trash every month about who's the best. When he comes in that one time a year during Christmas with his third wife, and she's looking good, and he's working the third whole entire, wife. and he's working, he works the room, and he, and you're like, dang, this guy can talk. You're like, that's why he, you know, he can pull that and have. He can you know, talk. So. He's not even intelligent. <laughs> you know, like, Trump is very intelligent. No, he's not. Obama is very intelligent. No, he's very well spoken. Very well spoken. He's a, he's intelligent. He's articulate. I, okay, he went to Columbia and he went to Harvard, Harvard. and he was not only was he in Harvard Law School. He was also known as the like the he was the like the big um, top guy that he he was the, the only the first black um, editor of the Harvard Review, mm-hmm. the Law Review. So yeah, he's, book, is, he's very book smart, very articulate, very well spoken. That's someone that's a well spoken intel, intellectual but can person. The, but can you get the job? Clinton though? was a scholar also. Clinton was an actual Rhodes scholar. He went to and a rapist. He didn't. He's not a rapist. Yeah, he don't even Juanita put, Broderick. Don't even put that Google, out there. Google Juanita Broderick. He's not. He's not a rapist. My gosh. <laughs> yeah, Hillary. Hillary's even worse than him. She, My, oh, wow. He would confront another the woman. Intellig- she, <laughs> another intelligent woman. Listen. We, we listen. Let me tell you something. But book I, smart means you're just that. You're book smart. I met a lot of people who are smart dumb. I call them mm-hmm. where they can t- read a okay, read so you're a book and know some back to Trump's, front. Have no common his, sense. Have you seen Trump's buildings that he has? They're like horrible. They're so ugly. All his buildings are so ugly. Honestly, I was just looking at the one that is the Hyatt on 42nd Street the other day I was dry. I'm like damn this building is so unattractive and it's just it's so typical because they were even saying that I wrote down the gold escalator well, the I think day, the it's been there forever. <laughs> it's, ugly, huh? it's just outdated no it's just outdated yeah. no it, I'm just kidding I, it, it just needs to be uh, like all old buildings need to be um, yeah, yeah it's renovated. 80s New York right there man like, yeah uh, <laughs> it was, but you know but I have to say Every single thing he's done has in, in business has literally been but horrible. The, the, this is the and this is the thing about like the whole conservative thing that gets to me. It yeah. is this whole privilege thing because I remember like when 2016 um, election was happening, my stepfather was like, "Why are why aren't you voting for Trump? It doesn't make any sense. You know, financially <laughs> you would benefit more from Trump." And 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 at the time I'm like, "Hold up, like I." I'm thinking about all these other groups because I told you socially I'm all the way to the left and I'm like wow so all these other groups that are at risk right now I mean there was transgender gay women like you name it they were at risk and you're telling me that I have to just completely ignore that because I worry about yourself worry about it's a very self to me conservative conservatism is a very selfish like Ideology but don't let's not forget Maxine. because there's a weird like there's a weird the Republican Party is weird. You have these like people who are stuck in their ideology, like the advan, advan, 
evangelicals, and they really truly believe this stuff. I was just going to say that. I was going to say they, how they're 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 the religious party as well, but exactly. they're the ones that are the most they're the they're the unchristlike as ever. Like they really are. When you really think and, about I it, I mean, for me, it's like my my. It's just I can't like my mo- my mother was raised by a gay woman. You know what I mean? Like she was in a she was put in she was in and out of foster care, um, and then she went into a permanent group home. And that woman at the time she was married, but then she found out you know she just figured out when she was about 40 years old that she's always been gay and mm-hmm. so like this i'm just like how can you just ignore these people that are in your life that matter to you mm-hmm. like your mom is also conservative too she votes no oh, oh. no well as when people say ignore like i don't ignore women for like i said i'm conservative i believe in that i, I, I follow a lot of the ideology and but when women when, when it comes to women abortion women can have abortions i'm gonna say i don't want to put my tax dollars in your abortion that's my that's but, my but but most of the party oh, so you're believe in the right to choose uh, I, I, look, I, I'm, that's that's an extent. This is how conservatism is. There's an ideology. There's people that follow it like it's tooth and nail, like this is ride or die. There's usually evangel- evangelicals in the group or whatever. And there's people that just say, look, I, I like this ideology. I follow it, but I'm not going to follow it to like my death and grave. Like I'm not saying women can't have abortions. Like women can have abortions, but if you, I guarantee, if women had to pay out their pocket for abortions, really pay what they have to pay for the doctor visit, the medicine, all that. They would be having less abortions because they would be like, I don't want to pay that. Now that it's pretty much pro bono, they're like, I'll get knocked up, whatever. I'll kill that baby next week. You know, yeah, whatever. Oh my gosh. And, that's pro not bono. Uh, I know, but Ooh, it's pretty much. It doesn't it's apply very, for all no. women, but <clears throat> I do understand what he's saying. Like, if it were, like, the, when, when the consequences are higher, no matter what the topic is, people are more responsible. People are more aware mm-hmm. when, the, when the, you know something, oh, I'm going to get locked up for this, or I'm going to do this for this, or this can happen. Oh, you play you you play the game completely different. But when you know you have like not saying abundance, but when you think in an abundance type of mentality, you just don't give a shit about whatever, whether it's water, whether it's food. You know, it, it, if you have if you feel like you just have complete um, free range, it, yeah, then you kind of most most of us, and I'm not just saying on abortion, but just on any life in general, any level of life, yes. But I think abortions are down significant. I know, like, teen pregnancy is, like, way down. You know, like, yeah. these things are just women not... Are, it's not like... I don't women, know, the black community, 77% of babies are being born. But, like, out of abortion blood. rates are not high. You, you yeah, know but a lot of... Well, New York, there's more babies getting aborted than born in New York City by women. Real what? quick little statistic. More babies are, more being, babies ab- are, are being, being aborted in a year than are being to, born. We're going to look up that statistic. We're going to look it up, and by the end of this podcast, we're going to say something about yes, that because there's no that way that that's... that's I, I believe when we come back with the data, it's going to show that abortion... I, th- I believe abortion has been consistently going down and down every single year in the United States. So this, the fact that the party teen, wants to continue to make it a, con- a, con- a conversation, like why are we... Why are we addressing something that is 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 dropping? Because I'm still paying. The I understand, but it's dro- it's dropping. I know, but I mean, if I don't agree with it, I should be allowed to say I don't put my tax dollars in it. And no, I'm not, not saying not saying you can't do it. I'm just saying that I should have the choice. If you have freedom of choice, I should have choice to say, do I want to put my money into that or not? And I choose not to because in my ideology, I fall does does not agree with aborting babies. So it's just fair is fair. I feel, and that's what that's what the separation of church and state is all about. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't want to get into the abortion conversation because I think it's it's just a there's it's very nuanced conversation, but like what Maxine was saying, it seems like with Republicans and conservatives, 
it seems it's always like, I don't want to have to do that. I don't want to have to help someone else out. I don't want to have to feel like uh, responsible to, you know, my, my neighbor. And isn't that what Christ wanted for the people who are, who are Christians or religious? Isn't that what, you know, God wants us to look after each other? It seems like the, the Republicans love to talk about how they're godlike, but on all the stuff that they, you know, um, want, it's like they want to shoot people. They want to have guns. They want to, it's violence. Protect it's yourself. A, what's that? Protect yourself. Protect. They're protect, anti-gay. They're anti-LGBT. Anti- <laughs> they're anti-gay. If you're gay, they what, don't like you. What's the Bible say about that? The Bible says a lot of things. The Bible mm-hmm. says a lot of things. It's up to interpretation. But I also know that God did not want us to not like other people and, and, and disrespect other people and treat people horrible for being gay or throw them out of their Oh, no, no. Nobody should be attacked physically or, you know, I don't need to think, you know, with words or anything like that. You right. should be allowed to do what you want to do. That's uh, now there are the conservatives out there or Republicans out there who, yes, are they far right and they see a gay person holding hands, they'll start cussing or, you They know, want to electrocute them as well. Yeah, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, of course. Your vice, that, your vice president wants wants to... Electrotherapy? Electro yeah. Mm-hmm. He believes in that. He also believes that he can use his religion to um, basically uh, use bias towards you on if you're if you're a person that happens to be um, gay. So I, I got like I said, I got to see the evidence on that. Because, I mean, that's what he says. I mean, I, I got like state. I said, I got I got to see because Mike Pence. They say a lot of things about Mike Pence, but Mike Pence is just doing governing as I've seen him doing. He hasn't done anything extreme. He hasn't attacked any groups. He has. So that's what I'm trying to say. Like before Trump was elected, he like his vice president and Trump were supposed to do so much crazy stuff. And it's not happening. And it's like, give the guy credit then. It's like The uh, the reason why it's not happening is because it couldn't happen. It can happen. Mike Pence, first of all, he won't be able to. Now, if he's president, it's a different story. But right now, he has to go... Like, Trump is not going to jump into that, that boiling water. He's not doing that. Mm-hmm. He's not going against... He might be going against the trans people, but he's not going against the the whole LGBT. He's not taking on no, that. He, he, of course he wouldn't. He, he has no problem with LGBT. Trump was a celebrity before. People forget, Absolutely. he was in Hollywood. He was with the LGBT community. He was with the black community. He was with all these communities mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he ran against Hillary. Which and is became, why I think he's a fraud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does Trump really think? We don't even know if Trump is like, is, we don't know his religion. We don't know what religion he is. We don't know if he believes in I God. Think he's, I think he's, the whole, he's, I think he's, he's faking God. the whole thing. I think, I think, like, I, I, actually, I actually don't <laughs> think Trump, tell no, me, but, well, that make, that, but that's, that will give him an a nicer light but I actually think he's faking the entire thing mm. and I just think he realized like so he must wow. be a really smart guy to do that well that's what I'm saying I, no I, he's a con artist <laughs> it's easy <laughs> when so you're a con not, artist not, you can not, do not, that not, you, I think I, con artists will sell you a, a bad car and you're like damn how did they get it over on me well they're con artists that's why like, I, and I hate <laughs> saying this but like I don't I don't even know if Trump's like um, like uh against gay people I don't know if he's racist like I felt like he just is an old white man ignorant in that social st- in that social stance but I think he is faking the entire thing he realized he could prey on ignorance and get, get and use this base and I think it worked for him and he's just gonna ride it out until the, he's because come on you're man, absolutely born right. and raised in New York City I like I mean I know he's an old white man and yeah. they are very flawed when it comes to like knowing the sensitivities of like diverse groups but like the man was surrounded by people of color for a long time a long and time. I know and I know that they tie him he's 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 said a lot of like, things well, you can about, go back to the the, the um Jennifer Hudson? Char- the the, the, the um 
Park Five, mm-hmm. Central Park Five. Right. So there's things in his history he's done that That's were, the media were that, that. that that have that made was him. He put media out, lied though. The but media the point, lied the about what I'm really trying happened to, get to, those at, kids. to me. Hold on, to hold me, on. the point Let, I'm trying to get is like I don't. I think his ideology and where he stands is really no different than like a typical like northeastern old white man. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's. You know what I'm saying? But he became this mascot for these like ideologies because it worked and he ride it out. I just think that he's just a whole hoax. This whole thing. I agree with it. And I think he it got him where he is and he's like I don't even think he believed it was like I think he's surprised at his own success. <laughs> and like, well, oh, this and, really works. And it worked and he's there and he and he has to keep it going. Yeah. I mean you what did you say about the Central Far- the Central Park five? I said the initial story about what happened to incident NYPD review the NYPD and combined with the media put the false claim, false story out there. It wasn't fully 100%. They should have done the research or whatever needed to be done first before they released that story. But once it was released, Trump just went off the story. And a lot of people went off the story, not mm-hmm. just Trump. A lot of people in New York went off the story. And the story was wrong. Yeah. So, well, you you do also know that <clears throat> the police, um, you know, you do see the the problem with the police in the black community, right? You you do understand uh, that uh, there's a lot, like, in, in all of the history of police, like policing, they've never been that fair to... Uh, people of color and you do know that they coerce the the kids into giving um uh basically to basically say that they were that they had committed the crime and they hadn't done it and they weren't able to the that story is like going to they have a documentary that's going to come out and i'm so excited about it that i i really encourage people to watch it because what happened to those kids and what happened what ends up happening to a lot of black um juveniles and adults is i've been profiled before What's that? I've been profiled before. Have you? Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. That, that's he, what I'm. That's what I'm trying to say. Is that these black men get profiled? Black men get profiled all the time. And then what Trump did, which is worse, he created. He be, being a very, um, I guess, a big person in New York City. He was very, you know, a public person, and he went and got a, a, a news article and put a, on the front page saying, "Lock these wolves up," and said horrible things about them. And that just perpetuated the the story, yeah, right? And, that, and that's what. And then when it was over, he didn't say, "Oh, you know." When they when they found out that they that these kids really didn't do it, we didn't hear Trump apologize. It wasn't his fault. No, but he. You, did you hear what I said about the? Uh, news? I know, I know exactly. You, you said, don't think but, that's? But you that's, just but, said you were profiled. It's like it's weird when I hear a pub, like conservatives say, "Yeah, that happened to me," but it's not wrong. Like you have, you don't see. No, the I was. All, I was. I had, I, I had, no, I had out of state tags in a high drug traffic area in Georgia, and they black male driving a the car. They 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 get that all the time. That usually is. Hey, I got something here, and when they meet me, of course, obviously they didn't, and they let me go. It is they talked my head off, but eventually they had to let me go and that's the thing but I didn't act aggressive I didn't but man get the F out of here man do 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 man what y'all always trying to met the black man I didn't do none of that because you know my dad father by the way fathers taught me when you're dealing with the police you know how to carry right. yourself and that's what I did and it's, and, I, and it's just it's what but you gotta look at on there and too if I was a cop and that's why I'm not a cop because mm-hmm. if I was a cop I'll be profiling if I was out there because I'd be like well, I got a long day let me just go get this guy I know this kid doing something boom You'd be. You said you would. But you, you, it's, it's a possibility. The keyword you just said. You had your father. A lot of these. Some of these kids don't have their father. I agree. And <clears throat> by not having that, and then dealing with a lot of the stress that goes on in the environment, plus obviously media feeding the negativity. Only you know, constant seeing the, the the shootings, and then you know you got family members bringing that like negative it's the same way how like you know people who live in the middle of wisconsin not saying everybody anybody lives in wisconsin but they might have 
family members or things that you know they talk down against black people just like people in black communities talk down against white people so it's like when these these interactions happen you know some of these kids don't know how to handle it or how to be um calm or relaxed or reserved like that's not something that that's not something that their environment even teaches them just because naturally it's like oh if you get bullied you know you got your mother saying if you get picked on you know you better stand up for yourself so it's like this this notion of when and when to or when and when not to is what the difference that you said you had you said you had somebody who told you that like just think about not having that i know i do think about that you know and that's why i looked at the root like why aren't these kids having fathers and when you do that, you look at the Democratic Party pops up, and it's like oh, you're God. the reason why those fathers <laughs> oh, in the household. Oh my lord! Because what you guys destroying the family unit, you know, pushing the welfare system in the oh, black community. Oh my lord! You know? They're not pushing it; they're just trying to help people who need help. That's all they're trying to do. Lyndon Johnson. Republican wants it. So you think we should just go do away with the welfare system? Is I think that what we, you're no, saying? I think we should. I think we should have vetting, a strong vetting system okay. for welfare. Very strong. That's fine. Because mm-hmm. I knew I, a lot of dudes just chilling on the couch, smoking blunts, getting welfare money. And it's like, why are you a young, healthy male? So I know a lot of not working. Why no blonde women to. who do the same thing and live in Kentucky? And it's it goes both okay, ways. Okay, I'm not saying I'm talking about the black community though. No, we I, are, I, but, but we I, also we. This is the thing, Chris, and I think because you speak with for the conservatives, you have to start to see this as it's like it's bias against the black people. Like mm. it always ends up black people are the ones that hurt the most. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Oh yeah. So, but it's a way to protect yourself from that. How? Have how? a, a family, you, having, having a father the, okay. and a mother in the house. So tell, explain to me how someone living in the projects who doesn't have, um, his father is in jail, his mm-hmm. mother is working two jobs to try to pay for them, to try to get out of it. And they've got three, she's got three kids. How are they supposed to live with a salary of maybe $20,000 and she's not able to handle the kids that she needs she needs a little bit of a government assistance? What is she not what what's wrong with what's what's wrong with that? And I'm saying that that's and when you do a vetting process, she will get a welfare check. That's not wrong with that. But the dude next to him, Tyrone on the couch, smoking blunts all day long, just crash not doing nothing getting that well, he doesn't deserve a dime. It, I agree. It, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm again. And a lot of Democrats. I don't think Democrats want to keep enriching Tyrone. What they want to do is just make sure that the moms that basically need this service can have this service. That's all it is. I know, and, I, and, I, and that's what well, I'm saying. And you can't be the mad whole, that people are abusing a system. Like that's life. The uh, system, people abuse everything. There's a lot of people. The system. It. I mean, we talked about this. We talked about this already. The how I episode. feel. Y'all know how I feel about this. The system needs to be overhauled completely. Mm-hmm. And you the, said overhauled? The welfare system needs to be reformed. I agree. Like it's not working. It's not. But it's but I see it from a different perspective. I empathize in the fact that it's like I said, I think it's incentivizing, incentivizing poverty and it's disadvantaging people of color intentionally, right? And I think that needs to be addressed. And mm-hmm. so when we talk about the candidates and whatever and their platforms, like I want to see that in there. Okay. I want them to talk about what they're going to do about it because we can't just keep. I feel like Democrats feel like if we touch welfare, it's like a you know, oh my god, like why we are they lose touching? Our base. Yeah, like why are we mm. touching welfare? And it's like black people need welfare. Touching welfare is not meaning you're 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 going to take it away. I mean, you might for some people, mm-hmm. but um, there it needs to be totally revamped. I mean, I, 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 I'm not mad at you saying it needs to be reformed, but I don't think that we, I think that it's need is, there's a need for it. So we have to figure out what's the best way for, to help the people that need it. 
agree. That's, that's basically it. So, okay, speaking of um, need, <laughs> let's to go into Bernie Sanders. Um, so he recently, he made he he got a, he had an interview where he basically admitted to being a millionaire. Um, <laughs> this is funny because this is Bernie Sanders, you right. know. So he, you know, he's against like the one percent and millionaires and all I've that. I've been saying this about Bernie. Right, right, right. So, do you feel like this is going to hurt his candidacy um, with his base? Do you think they're they're going to turn on him because like he's like leading in the polls right now? No. no. Bernie Sanders is the untouchable old white guy. I don't know what it is. It's the, the Democrats, everything old and white. Democrats like want to attack it. But Bernie Sanders sneaks on by and just keeps on. I'm like, I'm watching. I'm like, how's this guy even running? But they love him. And I'm like, okay, I'll let y'all love this guy, man. But he's a millionaire. He's he's a admitted socialist. Do you know, one thing I noticed, and I was just talking about this at work yesterday or the day before, um, I think he's going to stop saying how millionaires are bad. Like, you know how he used to say that in his mm. speeches? He's like, millionaires, and he, I don't think he says it any, I think he says the, mm. I, I have to pay attention, but yeah. I, think he, I think he's <laughs> taking that term out there. Right. But I personally They probably told him to. They're like, dude, they're going to use this against you. Yeah, because that's, in 2016, he the term millionaires was like the ugliest, dirtiest term, and he would say it all the time. So I think now he can't. If you actually look at um, when he made his money, it was really 2017 and 2018. Mm-hmm. So like he got all this fame from 2016, and then he did like some book, sales or whatever and royalties and I think he just didn't like royalties alone like he made like a million dollars each year in 2017 and 2018 I know this because we're doing that analysis of all the candidates Um, but I don't think he's going to lose his base at all Bernie Sanders base is very similar to like Nicki Minaj fans like the barbs like yeah yes like like the very cult like cult following following yeah and I don't think it's going to I don't think it's going to go anywhere at all but I also think it's because Bernie is also so progressive and so left mm-hmm. and that resonates with a lot of young people in particular mm-hmm. so so they don't they, mind that they, he's a millionaire. they don't mind that he's a millionaire they don't mind that he's old white man they just care about his his um his his policies, policies. right and, and where he stands on the issues so do you uh, so this is the second part of my question um how do you feel about um your public servants becoming wealthy while in public office how do you feel about that i think there should be term limits for that exact reason you shouldn't be coming wealthy in your office because if you let money control it's going to eventually control you eventually and you're going to start doing policies for the money in your own pocket instead of mm-hmm. for the people and that's what democrats to me are very well known for um you know bernie sanders is a perfect example uh, you know hate him or love him obama did the same thing uh, i mean it's it goes on and on and on and i think that's a problem well uh, obama's a difference that's a president that's a different story you can't put obama in that a president obviously is going to become wealthy remember you're senator first though yeah but even when he said he wrote books he was also he wrote really good books he wrote really good books. He was running for president. He became a millionaire. That makes sense. There's nothing with that. You can't be mad. Everything is. He paid for everything that he was supposed to. He was. A, he did everything by the book. Give him. Give him that at least. You can't I, I say. Know, but you're making a million. Trump was a millionaire before he became president. Right. Give right. The, give the man credit no, for I know. that. I do. I understand that. But what I'm saying is, like, Obama didn't become a millionaire from being the senator in of Chicago of of Illinois in Illinois. That's not how he became a millionaire. You know, mm-hmm. now Bernie is a different story. Bernie's been he's been collecting a check from his his uh, his constituents for what twenty plus years. He's mm-hmm. been in Vermont, mm-hmm. like right. So I mean, but you just said he became rich after the election. Mm-hmm. So I mean, again, so again, that that still kind of goes inside coincides with what we were talking about, Obama. So. I mean, I'm a, I'm not in favor of our 
mayors and our political officials becoming wealthy while on the job and writing books and doing all that stuff and basically using their platform. It's almost like uh, like you working for the, the bank that you work for and you're able to become wealthy from being at the bank. It's kind of wrong, right? I mean, or it's am I a wrong? capitalist society, man. Thank like, you. That's the, that's the... Unfortunately and fortunately, it's like that's what capitalism is. It's like, but that's why you well, lose, I kind of I mean, agree with Chris. We take just need term limits to just address that's that. That's limits will but address, the will help like, address that. After that, they can do whatever they want. If they're writing books and getting famous, you know, off of it and whatever, you I mean you can't do anything about that as a public servant. Like, people attack Hillary Clinton when she would do like her speeches and stuff. She hasn't been in office and you're mad at her because she's going to get $500,000. Like, you know what I'm saying? She's like, she's worth $500,000. So, like, there's that. There's that aspect of it. But, like, if you're talking about while you were in office, you amassed this you know significant amount of money which means you could have been using public funds to help advance your or the lobbyists whatever it may be yeah Yeah. you know like how do we know you weren't flying all over the place for your own benefit Nancy Pelosi so I love Nancy leave Nancy alone so um, I think that's a problem and it can just be addressed with term limits okay so you do but you guys all we we can all agree that that could be that's a problem like we don't want them to make money but but there is a nuance it's a nuanced kind of question because I mean let's but what are they doing if they're getting stuff done and they're being effective and they're addressing change like I don't know. I don't know. I think you know? I think you get good money just from being uh, in government. You get a very nice paycheck for being in government, from being a senator, I a mean, governor, Bush, a mayor. Bush made a lot of money. Um, actually, Bush, if the I'm whole not mistaken, business got Bush's money. What's that? The whole business. Yeah, but also I think Bush also increased the. Um, the salary of the president, like while he was in president, when he while he yeah, was they, I think they, well, he might could have done that. I know they used to make what three hundred grand a year. Yeah, he made it like I think eight hundred or yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's eight hundred uh, around five to eight hundred around that. But yeah. also, when you come in wealthy, you also want to ask like, okay, so what are their policies doing to help them safeguard their wealth or like increase their wealth? Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's why a lot of people look at the Republican side and how much money they make because normally when they come in, they're trying to cut taxes. Well, obviously, you want to do that. To help your own self out. So if you're coming in mm. wealthy, you're it's just as skeptical okay. as like you know someone who isn't because you're like, okay, what are you trying to do for your own self here? Right. Which is what a lot of people think about when they talk about Trump. You know? well, well, you know, President Trump gives his whole salary, his yearly salary, gives away to, to veterans in the country. So he doesn't pay, a, he doesn't get a dime from the government. Well, First well, president. He's a billionaire, isn't he? Mm, multi-billionaire. Or is, is he? Oh, is he? Okay. We don't know. I've never he seen his need tax. The we seen, he doesn't need the 400K. We haven't seen his. We haven't seen his uh, his his tax forms. So we're still waiting. To no see need that. to. It's not, not by law. As a president, you got to show your tax forms. Birth certificate, yes. <laughs> oh God, you really—you must have studied the manual. The, the, <laughs> there's a manual for conservatives. It's like the same stuff. They all repeat the same thing. Mm-hmm. No, no. Um, okay, so that—I mean—that's interesting. But what do you think about? This brings me to another question. What do you think about that, though? Because you made a, a good point, Maxine. You're saying that um, if a a public servant gets rich while on the job, but and and or if they're rich and they come to the job and then they're trying to enact laws that can that can be beneficial to them and their friends what about the fact of a poor person like a AOC who admits to being you know having two jobs being a waitress slash bartender and then working another job to make ends meet is it fair she's also going to enact things to help her and people like her so isn't that kind of the same thing Mm. Mm. she's already kind of doing suspect things too (laughs) with her money 
But uh, let's not go there right Maxine, now. Maxine, what do you think? The, what, do you, I'm going to, what do you think about that? Is that isn't that the same thing? It's just on the poor side. Like if I'm doing stuff to help people, like but other how po- does she personally benefit from that? Her only her constituents. Like what do you, what do you mean by that? Like more resources, more free programs, mm-hmm. and like. How does she personally well, I guess, benefit? I guess I'm just saying it's the same kind of mentality, right? I'm just thinking, so... But no, because one, you're acting on behalf of yourself, and the other, you're acting on behalf of your constituents, which is what we elected you for. Exactly. And she doesn't... She was. She just built her uh, campaign, her um, her building in the Bronx. She built... Uh, ours in Manhattan, but it's supposed to be, you know, her district is the Bronx. She, and Queens. Yeah. So she just built her building, uh, like, a week ago after people criticized her, and like, why aren't you in New York? Aren't you representing us? And she's, oh, yeah. What do you mean? She lives somewhere else? What do you yeah, mean? she lives. She lives in D.C. She, that's where she to. lives. You're supposed to. I, I, yeah, I know, but she's supposed to have a building here when you come here and work out of and yeah, have yeah, your yeah. constituents work out of. Here she's in Manhattan. Uh, no, well, she has a building in Manhattan that she just recently Works built, but she didn't have a building at all. You're supposed to have a building just from the day one. Like, right. So you have your constituents working out of it while you're not there. When you come here, you work out of it yeah. with your constituents. I love what she does. I think she also has this pro, like she has not this program, but she has um, all her her. Um, her employees make a salary of fifty thousand or better, and I think that's so. She mm-hmm. says, "How can how can I have employ people that can't make a living wage that they can feed their family?" But how is she able to do that? I guarantee you, exactly. Mm. Like, where'd the money cut? Like, how hello, she just, mm. hello. That's a good point. Mm. That's mm. a how really is she good able point. To just be like, okay, you, everyone's salaries are up. You're the like, auditor. Let's let's. That's a good question. That's, that's a crazy. really good like, question. Think about that. Y'all could have did that and you didn't. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what, what isn't that like. To me, I think those are like. The, but that's why I, I think. That's like, why I, I think a lot her. of people, especially in the black community, um, are skeptical of politicians. They don't trust them. They're yeah. like everyone's in there for themselves. It's a self-interest thing, and I think you're always going to have that feeling. Not and always. You know, President Trump. He he. Like I said, he doesn't a, touch a, our money. So. A lot of people are have always going to be having eyes raised. Like, what is my politician getting out of this? So that's why I think what we need as a community, we need to keep pushing for transparency, whatever that may, like whatever that form they may be an accountability to really be on top of them of what right. they're doing what are you get getting out of this what is your stake in it and all that kind of stuff like that's what we gotta yeah. do you know yeah we need yeah that's a good point that's a good point um so my next and final um topic oh. i have for today yeah it's <laughs> today's a, a short one um so you know, everybody's talking about marijuana, right? Legalizing marijuana. And this is a topic that, you know, in the last few elections, they've been, it's been raising. And the question I have, um, if, mar- if, we're, if, mar- if marijuana, excuse me, were to become um, legal across America, how does it benefit people of color, like people like us? Uh, small business owners, you know, um, Trump always already has tariffs that are helping small business owners, but this, I feel, was, uh, all right, because the reason I'm saying this, that are helping but he's small- not for legalization, is he? No. Uh, he, he's, he's been, he hasn't really come out and said yay or nay. I think he's going to attack that in his second term once, he, once he's reelected. Right. But, um, right. with, <laughs> but with, uh, I just me personally, like you know, I saw I've already talking to people well, what here do you, in New York. What, what's your what is your take on marijuana? Do you think it should be legalized? I think it should be a, a choice by state. I think it's, it should be local, not federal. One hundred percent for legalization. One hundred percent. Okay. Legalization why? and decriminalization as well, which means that people who were previously okay. So I was doing some research, and basically, 
Well, we already know when Col- was Colorado the first state that did it. Yes, they had a surplus like within a year or two, something like that. And the fact that the, the governor was like giving money back to people because they made so much money from revenues of from. Course. But all the data has shown that um, crime is down. Well, and then just the the. Um, the prohibitions against marijuana hasn't hasn't curbed like marijuana use and there's just most people who most of the arrests I think it said 90% of the arrests are like possession it wasn't even like violent crimes or anything of that sort and so the the amount of revenue that is going to be generated in general but most of those people in jail are people of color so of course it's going to benefit them because they're the ones getting arrested in fact it showed that black men and black and white men even when you control for the use of marijuana being the same the black man is 3.7 times more likely to get arrested Mm. than the white man so obviously pro you know prohibitions against marijuana has been disadvantaging people of color so mm-hmm. and it's a bit it's, it's like from a politician standpoint like my my state's gonna make more money from crime is gonna go down right mm-hmm. when it comes to marijuana marijuana Correct. arrests and like yeah. all that kind of stuff so there to me i don't know what the case is against it yeah, it was See, made my, illegal in the first place from um when they had mexican workers here in the early 40s just doing a lot of uh, physical manual labor here and when they were pretty much done with a lot of building they wanted to get rid of them so they made there, they knew it's a lot of them smoked marijuana, so they made it illegal to get rid of a bit of them. Same thing they did with uh, Chinese with heroin, by the way, as well. But yeah, so uh, it's I personally, personally, me personally, now do I feel like on a as a president kind of looking at it? Mm-hmm. Me personally, I think marijuana should be legal. It should be illegal. Legal. Oh, legal. Legalized okay. because, like I said, it been like she mentioned when it comes to the people that could be decriminalized for those BS marijuana charges they have, mm-hmm. and a lot of that was to do with the Clintons, by the way, with their three strike law that they brought into that they criminalized more blacks than any uh, previous uh, administration in the history of America, um, and also I think, like I said, I met even people here in New York who were you know small business owners already in the industry and they you know grow from growers to you know people you know written out space in the area so i've seen a lot of people that are young black males and females who are hungry in the business and i feel that you know not to say you know all blacks you know smoke marijuana or do marijuana but they some a lot of them have experience already and you know these type of things so why not let them do it legalized and it'll benefit them and their family so because you have to decriminalize as well yeah Yeah. you have to decriminalize that's a big part of it yeah, uh, you I, agree agree with, I agree with that as you well. You agree with that too. Yeah, yeah there's people I, in jail for just silly, silly stuff. Silly stuff. Marijuana. No, it's it's definitely, and I think that it's it's helpful for the economy. I mean, like we we can use some of that money for like education. Like mm-hmm. I feel like that that's the money we need. You know what I mean? We're always looking for okay. Well, how can we get this new policy? How can we get okay? Here's a new way we can have some extra money in the con- in in this in the city or in the state. You yeah. Know? And there was a there was a study done. I can't remember the organization that did it, but it said that um, by legalizing marijuana. It's not going to in, it's not going to increase like teenager use. No. It's not going to increase like they were able to do studies and really show that it's not going to have this like effect of like now everyone's just getting high and every, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I think don't in see the Amsterdam, case it. I think in Amsterdam, New Am- in, in Amsterdam, they don't they don't have a problem with like violence. Like their violence is down. The you know because everything is legal there. Drugs, mm. you know, porn, and prostitution, prostitution. Everything's legal there, and people. You'll be surprised that when people don't have restrictions, they don't they don't act out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like when you tell and a kid, don't no, don't do this, or you right. know, they go do it. Yeah. I guess I do. I, I guess yeah. I, one thing I I do think I think about like mm-hmm. okay, so what the drug dealer is gonna sell? I know. Like that's the one thing See, I was thinking to myself. I was, I was like, are they gonna like move on to like 
cocaine and heroin and then try to get kids on that like i'm oh. just saying i'm just saying because if you, you, you just took well, a product out of the drug dealers market market like mm. what are they gonna do they still are they gonna just be like okay now i'm gonna go to school now i'm getting education like i don't know what's gonna happen but to me that would be my only like con- like worry you know what well I mean? then like, what would be the that's outcome? a good see i was wondering if someone's gonna good bring question, that up because question. that's a that's a question that i was thinking but i i that's why i ask is it helpful for is it going to help black people of color because what's happening is the people that are making the most money of it um on legal marijuana it's it seems to be caucasians more and like we talk about colorado and california they have the the weed shops they have the they grow the 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 weed plants like they're making more money and it's kind of unfair because the people they didn't have like crazy like drug dealing problems you know what i'm saying like to begin with like the midwest is not a really good framework to say okay this worked in colorado now how's that going to work in an inner city in new york you know in new york city well that's what i'm saying i'm saying how is it fair so what i'm saying is there has to be some sort of pipeline for people of color right so Mm -hmm. if you're in jail for a crime that has to do with marijuana it's a non-violent crime you should be able to be the first person like there should be some kind of like loan program that helps you open up your shop your i mean it's it sucks to like come out of jail for smoke for selling weed and then go into like okay now we're going to let you smoke sell weed cuz it's guess what it's now it's legal now welcome to america it's like come on bro you know what i mean you think about that this guy has spent 10 20 years for but that's se- the thing like most people who are going to capitalize on it are going to be like smarter white people that that's have like their shop and like that's, 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 that's not capitalism fair, though. they're already in the stocks they're already in the stocks look they're in the stocks and they are horrible. waiting on the sidelines for the state that is going to legalize and then they're going to be popping Counting. up with their little shops right. with the mimosas um, I, I got my stock and the weed right. and the weed have, butter and stuff yeah, sometimes and it's not also about just being smart it's just that they're more financially equipped available resources to be able to because even when they legalize it like it's so they, you have to spend so much money just being able to sell it that mm. you're losing you're almost losing in the beginning because a lot of these um, places don't even last don't even stay open long enough mm-hmm. two as far as the uh, what happens to the drug dealers some will still be a, around because the tr- the price is going to be cheaper whereas you go to like I just came from LA I went to a dispensary the tax on it is ri- ridiculous like mm. the amount I can still I can get more Right now, technically on the street, than me going to mm. a dispensary. But then again, dispensary that, has be much legal? better quality. Isn't that going to be legal? They're though? taking less money though. They're taking a cut. Who's taking a cut? The drug dealers who stay in weed. Well, but, they, but they're, they're making taking, their money already. That's, they're already that's, making their money already. And what I'm trying to say is that if they but do, they have legal, to lower their price. They have no, to no, lower. no. It, it's going to be lower because it's not going to be taxed. If you once they legalize it oh. and they put it in the stores, it's going to have the tax on it. It's going to okay. tax on so, it, and the tax is like it's it's like it's, 40, it's, high, it's, it's up there. It's up there. It's like oh, yeah. woo. But then again, mm-hmm. at the dispensary, so you're saying the, the store, the price is, was consistent with what you would have gotten the street plus tax. That's yes. How it yes. Was? The store, the store they oh, add tax. No, yes. The, the store point. they're adding yeah. tax, but the, the taxes. No, I know, but I wasn't sure if the initial price was consistent with what you got on the street. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and uh, it's the same. Obviously, I don't smoke. Weed. It's, a, it's <laughs> the same. <laughs> Me either. It's the same with the type of quality. Like certain things, you might get more, but the quality might not be that great. Mm-hmm. Then you get other things where the quality is very potent, and you're not not getting that much, but you're you know you're getting a potent. You know, you, that's what it's the, that's take what less the, to get to the point. Exactly, well, and that's tight, what dispensaries tight, provide. Tight. What were you saying about the so the regular drug dealer? What's going to happen to him? So they're still going or her, to or her. they're still <laughs> going to thrive <laughs> in some way because 
Now, the only thing that I don't know about if it, if it becomes legal, is, is it, it illegal, illegal? for the drug dealer <laughs> well, now? Mm. You, wait, wait, that's the that's, that's the thing because uh, a friend oh, of mine is in Toronto. Like you have to do it in the store in a certain way. Yeah, so now it really that. it like makes it. It's like okay, it's legal to sell it, but now you you cut well, out. Well, well, how was it with the prohibition era? Does anybody know? Like when it was when we couldn't like drink alcohol like where and people were making it but it was outlawed it was was outlawed if you caught moonshining like you were going to jail they outlawed alcohol completely it wasn't legal in stores now rich people of course were drinking still at parties and stuff like Hollywood they were still sipping on their you know they're gonna find a way to get their drink on yeah 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 (laughs) the only thing that I think that what makes the dispensaries thrive versus the uh, well to get answer your question about drug dealers a friend of mine in Toronto he was explaining that the drug dealers still are out but they just it's that you just get it at a cheaper cost you know what i mean but then then but then again you're not getting that variety like mm-hmm. liquor stores you walk into you know it's like okay you got whiskeys you got vodkas you got this when you walk into a dispensary it almost feels like you're walking into like a store catered to you they're like okay where do you want to feel do you want to feel like this and do you want this do you want sativa are you are you they like ask you questions like are you an editor what do you do for work like it's like it's a great you know it's a it's an experience you know um so i mean it i just i just hope that you know people of color still find ways to monetize on this because when you think about it for you to go to jail for that's that exact thing that is now that is now legal and you're not able to make money from it it kind of is to me like you know it's really really unfair. yeah i agree but i feel just you know, i think blacks are gonna this is a business that blacks are gonna get in, in their hands into and in, involved right, well like in. stocks start with this invest in stocks that's uh-huh. the first that's thing that's what i'm doing you know yeah invest in the robin stock. hood yeah. get the robin hood app yep yep i got the robin hood that's app what i'm too. saying it's i wonder how it would do we have a state now that we can look model because i know colorado is not like a good example i mean they, they you know I don't, there was not a lot of people of color out there i would love to yeah. like see a state with uh, predominantly i think la we're in los angeles los angeles it's legal there that's a great city we have to we no can, but i'm saying to see if that ended up happening if you actually yeah, saw what, people oh, of oh, color oh. benefiting and having shops and, and making money oh no and, i mean it from again it's it's always the Clever then that liberal. Would it's always a clever, clever white liberal that kind of wins. Unfortunately, you know what I mean, like because that—that's who it's. They like you, like like Ty said, they're the ones that have it's opportunity that when you have the. It, when you have the opportunity meets preparation, you know you're able to you're able to pounce when you have a when financially you have, equipped is yeah, what I'm trying that's to what say. Saying. You're able to pay all of those uh, legal, legal fees, fees and it's yeah. serious. Like you can't just get any. You that's why in LA there's a lot of gray mark. There's a lot of markets that are gray. Like you go to a certain dispensaries, you're like mm, this doesn't seem like. Uh, the 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 dispensary, but it has this like shadyish feel, and then there's other ones where you walk in where it just like the awning is like out and just like hey I'm a dispensary the other ones are like alright here's this door over here and you <laughs> walk shade. in and yeah. yeah so it's a lot of gray gray market areas but let's see what it let's see if how their economy works let's see if it's helping you know people of color mm-hmm. and education yeah I think what uh, what, it, what white people will depend for is not white privilege it's generational wealth privilege they have grandparents who are rich great grandparents who are rich I have white friends who would you know their birthday come around they got 
three hundred dollars for the birthday, and I got my my age and, and money, and I'm like, what the heck? But then like, oh yeah, my great grandfather freaking you know was the owner of Coke or whatever. I'm like, okay, okay, this is where that's where you get your money from, I guess. And so it, they and then teach your grands. Well, they had a head start. I mean, that's the thing. That's what that's why we talked about reparations and everything. Like, it's never been e- it's never been an even playing field, right? So you know what from but see like to me like the reparations thing. Like, and I know I was saying that's not a real thing, but like you were saying here. These people come out of jail, they were disadvantaged. Like, can we can we get them some kind of like one step program where it's like you can start a dispensary and you get whatever mm-hmm. a, a grant or something of that sort? That's an example of something that, like that can take place, right? You know what I'm saying? It's almost like a form of reparation. In, in yeah. a sense. I mean, you even we talked about this last night. The reparation, the the school was was weren't you talking about that? Yeah, the the, sc- the the school in Georgia that is looking to offer. Um, a reparation free tuition yeah i mean even though georgia already offers like georgia state i think they offer free tuition for like all if you make like a certain grade point average like for everybody but i mean i think like because we talked about this heavily the last episode and how we feel like reparation is just kind of another way to kind of um you know pander yeah <laughs> to, to the people of color because there's really when we really break it down how can they do it however we are going to have uh, i'm going to end this here we are having a really um comprehensive breakdown on the candidates um uh, maxine and i will be covering all 18 hopefully there's no more because that's a lot of candidates for us to <laughs> cover and you're going to be covering um your leader in chief and <laughs> letting us know his achievements achievements yes. in quotations yes. <laughs> please it's gonna be a long episode if you guys are ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's gonna we're gonna have to figure out how we're gonna break that down but that's happening um in a few episodes so we give us some time to do that we're we're working it's a lot a lot of research we want to like make sure we give um the audience like a really good um just a breakdown and especially before their um their debate we want you to be equipped with some knowledge of mm-hmm. what their platform is because everyone's like, what's their platform? Why am I voting for this person? I'm not going to just vote for someone because they're a woman or they're black or they're this or they're that. Good. So let's talk about the what they want to... Mm-hmm. No identity politics. Don't do it. Some interesting stuff already Listen, happening in my I, review. I, okay. Identity politics, really quick. How many presidents have been of, of color in America? One. Okay. So who's doing the identity politics? <laughs> who's done it for forty-five for forty-five presidents? Forty-four. There's out of forty-five presidents, only one person of color has been a president. So who do you think is who mm-hmm. could we blame for identity politics? Guys, pay attention. Don't fall for the trap. Okay, <laughs> and we're gonna end it today. Thank you so much for listening. Um, like, subscribe to our SoundCloud. It's gonna be available on all platforms. We're we're starting a YouTube page. Um, when we do that comprehensive uh, breakdown of all the candidates, we're gonna also have video coverage, so you're gonna see us. So again, thank you so much for listening, uh, Maxine and Chris. If you have anything to say, uh, Trump 2020. <laughs> <laughs> follow us on instagram um we're politrix pod um uh, podcast on instagram um follow um uh, maxine maxine dot out of bridge and Nothing fo- <laughs> hey, conservative underscore i n underscore n y for my instagram same thing for my youtube without the underscores conservative yeah. and i'm kirsten k-e-r-s-t-y-n-j on instagram um yeah follow us thank you so much guys um we'll see you next week bye-bye okay. adios Thank you.